Computer! Show me the episode! Siri, hey Siri! Start Mr. Boo! Starting, being Mr. Boo! No, no, Mr. Boo, not being, starting being Mr. Boo! You're listening to being Mr. Boop! When the boop hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's divorcee. No, you should have uh, done okay, the Spanish. Okay, my name's Ryan Pfeiffer and I'm Mr. Boop. You should have done the Spanish flea one. It'd be more funny. You're listening to being Mr. How so? <laughs> because that one's come up like five times in this like month. I don't know. It's Has it? It's come up a lot. You said you were getting sick of it and then it came up the next episode or something like don't that. Don't remember. Anyway. You're, um, I, my name's Lisa Boop and I'm Mr. Boop. Oh, uh, Lisa, it's Wednesday, July 8th, 2022. We're reading the 122nd ever Mr. Boop strip. What happens in today's Mr. Boop? You know what's crazy about that statement, right? All of it what? is true. Hmm? All of it is true. All of what you just said is very true. I can't tell if you're being ironic. Is it true, or did you forget to update that part? No, it's true. It's real. It's real. Okay. We get into in today's episode. We get in some insight into Betty's sick and twisted mind, her evil, fucked up thoughts. Um, shadow synopsis. I like drawing Mister Boop. Oh. I like talking about Mister Boop. Not really. I don't. <laughs> And I do too, Ryan. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says, I would rather be discussing Pinocchio. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've had so many podcast ideas that I'd rather be doing. The Sailor Moon Well, we one. just gotta finish this, then we so can do like, Charles Dickens. Aw. Oh. Darl's Chickens. The son of Charles Dickens and the little That's Remember from Matilda when she's... When, have you ever seen Matilda? No. Joy without pledge. I read Matilda, though. Hey, it's what taught me the no, difference. No, but it's a it's a thing in the movie where where um, Mara Wilson actually accidentally says Charles chickens and they kept it in. It's what taught me the difference between your your and your. There's a I think there's a bit in the book about it, or maybe I was just reading. As I was in like, your no wait picture. no wait no okay oh, no sorry. It taught me the difference between the theirs because I was reading the book and I saw they were using different spellings of there and I was like, huh, I guess those are the three theirs. I was like, I guess they have. They have different meanings. <laughs> and then I asked my parents, and like, well, there. Goldilocks. Like, well, um, there with an I means there are persons. Is that pretty... funny? No, I'm cutting it out the episode, actually. Oh. <laughs> okay. Are you going to bleep it, or no, are you going to do it? I'm just going to cut it out. How? I'm just going to slice. I'm, I'm just going to slice and slice again. Where? I'm gonna make it so that I'm like when you when you've started saying it, and I'm gonna like when you start saying the first word of that, I'm gonna slice it mm -hmm. into when you finish saying the last word. Okay. Yeah. Well, there are four <laughs> panels. Um, the flapper shot here, we see Mr. Boop, <gasps> not Alec. Mr. Boop. Wait, what are you talking about? Who's that? Mr. Boop. What? 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 Are we looking at the same strip? Mr. Boop. Or are you or are you feigning confusion? 
it's really our it's really our perfect like chemistry we that really gets we, we, when we're going for a bit the other one gets it right i like that <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't uh, <laughs> yes and um uh i also don't know who this is yeah that and scene um we see Mr. Boop, Betty's dad, not her husband. Don't want to get those confused. Sitting at his desk, um, arm, uh, hands crossed in that sort of Evangelion pose. Who's the character? What? Oh, Shinji's dad, Akari. Yeah, yeah. So Betty's dad is is emulating the Shinji's dad pose, I guess, in a, in a way. And he's looking at um, what's his face? Kyle? Is that what we said? No, Frank. Frank. Sorry. Come on, respect our listeners. So, oh, uh, sorry, Jenny. <laughs> sorry, Adam Cat Scratch. He probably doesn't listen. <laughs> um. Hey, thanks to the Patreon supporters because we forgot to say that in the last bonus episode. Thank you, Patreon supporters, for following the Pit Drop Patreon. You're gonna have to make this a bonus episode now so that they can. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening to being. Don't, don't do that. Actually, <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> that was a bit. I, um, Ryan, I know when you're doing a bit, and that was not a bit. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Uh, he's talking to Frank, um, who's got a big Adam's apple for some reason. Yeah, like some kind of Mr. Boop, guy. Mr. Boop has no neck. Mr. Boop is kind of s- s- grimacing or scowling at, at Frank, who's in front of his desk in the bottom left of the corner. Mr. Boop says, what was Mr. Boop's voice? And what did she say? Oh, I simply yeah. must. I, yeah. I simply this, must. This will be Mr. Wu's voice. And what did he say? <laughs> electoral heart. He doesn't actually say that. If there is an electoral heart, though. And what did he... Did, sorry. And what did she say? What is... Uh, Frank oh, I think we spoken to my husband, sir. And it says I actually spoke to her husband, sir. Oh yes, yes, indeed, it does. And there's a there's an electric officer. I said that. Yeah. Uh, this is the flapper shot. Uh, panel two. We cut to a shot of Frank. Head-on shot of Frank, but mm-hmm. he's in the he's in the he's on the left of the panel. Uh, Mister Boop responds. Uh, oh, Electro Heart, interesting. And what's he like? Oh, he's a weird heart. Oh, and see what Frank responds. Oh, he's a weird scrawny dog with glasses, and I don't even understand what she sees in him. Oh, I can't. You got you gotta you gotta do something else. I don't oh. know what you're saying. <laughs> He's always for these awkward classes. I don't really understand what this is in him. Electro point. 
Uh, no, not electro point. Electries. <laughs> it's an electries, Lisa. Okay. And panel. Th- um. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> panel three. Uh, reverse shot. We just see Mr. Boop, and he's cracking his knuckles. Oh, he's hands. angry. Like a- Pounding his fist into one of his other hand. His gloved hands. His his immaculately gloved hands. His very detailed gloved hands. Yeah. More detailed than anything else in the strip ever. Um, And he's he's scowling. (laughs) Big eyebrows. And he's saying, Nothing! She sees nothing! Nothing is underlined. The second one is. She just wanted to hurt me for daring to control her life and career. The tantrum of a petulant child. Nothing more. (laughs) Cassis, foiled again by Alec Robbins' boop. (laughs) Soon to be known as Alec Robbins. Panel four, we've got Frank. I I, I interpolated. And he says, oh, and I don't know. I don't oh and I don't know if I should mention this, but they were having like an orgy with Goku. And then his second people say, you know what, I definitely should keep kept that one to myself, lesson learned. Uh that's funny that he mentioned that yet. I feel like this is uh a recurring thing now that they've been they're really getting into the story stuff. Yeah. Is he'll just have three panels of story development and then the last panel is like Oh, and here's another thing that's going on that kind of takes you out of the story. It's just like a silly thing that was also happening. Yeah. Like a weird thing that's also happening that kind of takes you out of it. Yeah. That's the joke. Yeah. I think it's funny. Recurring bit. Yeah, it's... I Yeah, and I said that it was funny at first, too. I do think it's... Should be maybe a little bit more sparse. <laughs> but maybe how frequent it is is what makes it funny. If he can comment on that, if he can, if he can, if he can um, make a joke about that in some way, but I don't think he is. I think he's. I think he's. I don't think. I don't think it's meant to be a joke that he keeps using that joke. <laughs> no, I think it is. I think the fact that he used the same joke twice in a row that was a joke. But but now that he he's sort of it's not the exact same joke, but it's like the same st- uh, delivery style type of punchline. You know, I don't think that is supposed to be a joke. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe that means the other one wasn't either. Um, should we talk about copyright now? Should we? This can't be a bonus episode because it's too on topic. Yeah. I uh, well. So all right, you tell me. What do you think about copyright? I don't know. I think that the, in my tamest opinion about comic copyright, I think that the fact that people only see the copyright owner's version as legitimate harms storytelling as a medium. Like when people are like, oh, well, the... Okay, here's an important question <laughs> to kind of, for me to understand where you're coming from. What do you think of fan fiction? I think that fan fiction is good. I think the, I okay. think I think it's helpful. And I think fan fiction is cringe. Well, no, because like I think that, <laughs> I think that as a, I think that as a culture that shares stories, we need to have people who want who 
can adapt those stories and like do other things with it. I, I think it's harmful that people say no 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 you can only, only we can do it only we can do a superman sorry <laughs> so maybe you should delete your account um, <laughs> you know i think that people should be allowed to make stuff with whatever characters they want i i think i don't know i do, i mean I don't think it's good for companies to have monopolies on certain characters, I suppose. Um, I I I don't I don't think that it should just be anyone can make like an a a, a Batman story and it's a fit as as much official as any Batman movie. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think, that, but I think that there would be that their air of like, oh well, this is the Batman from the same studio that made the last Batman that we liked. So that would be that's interesting. So, but I don't think that it should be like, well, this is the only Batman, and the other Batmans are the fan Batman. I don't know. I'm state. conflicted. Like, I, I, I do think. It, I mean, it would give more freedom to. Well, here's here's one thing about it is that something like Pinocchio, for example, which which is copy not copyrighted by anyone. Now we're getting like three Pinocchio movies this year, mm -hmm. and 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 studios as it is love to reuse IPs that they have access to. And if the, if everyone just had every, access to every IP, then every studio would just be making the same things. True. This is not my main argument this is just something that occurred to me just now is that there that would be a big thing i think is that studios would just be like oh now we can use anything we'll just like well here's everyone is making sure like how they everyone was making sherlock holmes now everyone's gonna be making batman everyone you know maybe some of them are good i think that we need yeah but it's just it's just i mean and people get fatigue of sherlock holmes but i i i'd like that option you know i want that option to see what Grimehouse do with a with the Batman, you know, Grindhouse or whatever they're called. Grindhouse is that a is that a thing? Grind. I'm I don't know. Grindhouse. Um, group. whatever. Anyway, just the, what I mean, like what you're what people who aren't afraid to do certain things, like people who are like, oh well, I'm gonna make a, you know, another campy Batman. You know, which I guess they did with the Lego movie, but I don't know. I think that mm. it's allowed. <laughs> Kinda. I don't, know. Mm. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not. I'm, I guess I'm not sure what my argument is. Uh, people make fan things already anyway. Yeah, they do. But um, it, it's like, yeah. I think that they should. Like, the, like there's I a there, there and they're allowed to to an extent. There's that Spider-Man fan film coming out. I think, right? I don't know. Which one? I don't know. People make <laughs> fan films all the time. It's weird with with particular franchises, more fan films are made. I don't know if it's just that those IPs are less strict or what it is. Like, there's so many Star Trek fan films, and a lot mm -hmm. of them have actual Star Trek actors in them. Yeah. Weirdly, it's yeah. I don't know. Oh, here's one thing about it is I. Maybe this is a dumb reason, but I would like to know like what is official. Like if every if anyone could make Star Trek stuff, I mean Star Wars stuff, 
I would want, I would be like, well, what do I, what's well, that's the thing, the thing. that I, well, that's what why, are the things I have to watch? That's why, that's why canon exists, I guess. Like the shell, like, but it's already confusing enough with Star Wars. Like, I mean, the word, for example, the word canon was introduced into popular culture. I mean, originally it was used for the Bible, of course, but the re- first time it was approached to like fiction was in the early 19th, what is it? Early 20th century, um, when people were trying to figure out which Sherlock Holmes books counted. Like, what's the Sherlock Holmes canon? And like, well, I guess it's all the ones written by the guy, <laughs> you know, and the ones that weren't written by him aren't. And I guess they kept like that. What? Like, because there are a lot of Sherlock Holmes books that around came out that time that weren't written by him. And fans like, were like, fan made? Yeah. And fans were like, what are we... Wasn't it copyrighted? I think it was just more lenient back then. There was there was less of a stranglehold on it. Well, because um, I don't because the sixth Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy book that would be you would you would consider that canon, right? But that's not by Douglas Adams. Yeah, no, I'd be like because that's I think that I think that see it would allow people to become more aware of you know, more aware of creators and more respectful for them to be like, well, this is the people who make the Batman I like and people who made the first Batman, you know? And they'd be like, well, now I can keep an eagle eye out for that. I don't know if I completely disagree. Hmm. Uh, I guess I just, a lot of time I hear about like, um, copyright laws being stupid which i agree with mm-hmm. but I, I i still think to an extent like these products belong to these companies and i, I mean i don't it's not good mm-hmm. for companies to have a stranglehold on things but i don't uh i don't know it would be weird it's not good that that Disney still owns Mickey Mouse, but the, like since since like they've kind of ruined the copyright as a result. Yeah. But at the same time, it I feel like it'd be weird for anyone else to own Mickey Mouse, you know. Yeah, but then no one would own Mickey Mouse. It's not the point that someone else would. It would just be like, well, if you wanted to make a Mickey Mouse, you could. And no one does want to make a Mickey Mouse. That's what we've learned. <laughs> hmm. And no one does want to make a Mickey Mouse. What do you mean? Like Disney, outside of the series, it's like whatever. It doesn't really exist at this point. I think another thing is, for for smaller properties, um, and I guess creators kind of get screwed out of their own yeah. copyright. Yeah, Marvel, anyway, but... you know, Marvel and DC have a huge history of that. Well, I kind of feel like when you you're writing for them, you, that you that should be well, yeah, expected. Yeah, well, ex- but I mean, like, as in. You know, Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. Okay, yeah, people. yeah, yeah, true. But it, I mean, but mo- more modern. I mean, if you're if you're creating a character for Marvel, it's like you know that's not yours. Yeah. In more modern time. Um, Wait, image. I don't. I think that's. I think that's fair. Honestly, I because I mean the more not not the not the Jack Kirby stuff. Whatever. I don't know about that stuff, but. Um, if you're, I mean, if you're if you're going into write a comic for Marvel, it's like. That's like if you're writing on a TV show and you make a new character. It's like, well, you're not gonna own that character because it's a character. I think on they a TV get. Show. I think the writers actually get a, at least 
on some shows they get a cut when the character they introduce in a script comes back well that's that's one yeah. thing but you don't own it no so. you don't but i think that's just in- like interesting yeah um i learned some some shaky stuff about image comics recently that i'm not i'm i don't have a good source on it but someone said i was like oh apparently um it's something like they is, that, um, is image uh marvel no no image comics is a separate it's like below oh, Dark oh image is the one made by todd uh, mcfarlane todd whatever yeah. todd mcfarlane um honestly i'm not too sure what i heard but it was something really scummy about like oh yes todd mcfarlane um That was that. That was yeah. It was it was funded by those the, like the artists who made like Spawn and that on and that and that type of stuff back mm-hmm. in the nineties. Okay, they so basically the thing within Image Comics is that the way they work is that authors submit their work for a fee, and then if the book like loses the money, they don't pay. They 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 have to pay back that fee. And I think that was what I heard. I was like, well, that's a bit weird. Say again. The way Image Comics works is that they only publish stuff that has been submitted to them for a fee. And then if the thing makes no money, they have to pay it back. Like, unless it makes back that money they paid, it's the artist has to pay. Which I think is a little... I don't fun. totally understand that, but it sounds weird. It is. I... I When I Google Image Comics, it says number of employees, 18. Oh. That doesn't seem right. Um, uh, you know what was a weird thing, kind of somewhat related to this, is that I, I, I saw recently, like, Vertigo Comics, which is DC's, like, non-DC stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But now that when they're re- making stuff... Based on um, based on Vertigo Comics, they're turning it into shows or movies or whatever. It's like DC presents. Um, and it's like it's, yeah. it's like it's specifically not DC. That was the whole. That's why. Like, <laughs> I'm expecting Batman to show up in this show now. Was <laughs> where Superman? Yeah, where's all the superheroes? This is just about a, a border wall. What? Where's the where's how does where's the the sci-fi element come in? <laughs> Who owns Dark Horse? Dark Horse owned Dark Horse. Oh, I can I always I guess I always assume because Vertigo is owned by Vertigo is owned by DC. I guess I always assume that the. Like oh yeah, Dark Horse must be Marvel or whatever. No, Dark Horse is it's it's independent. It's one of the big three. And by that big I mean three, it's, what you it's, mean? It's image the third Vertigo. One. No, I mean Dark Marvel. Horse? It goes Marvel, DC, and then Dark Horse. But Dark Horse oh, is obviously what about Image? Number. Image is below Dark Horse. Is Dark Horse called Dark Horse because there are Dark Horse in the yeah, comics? Yeah, they do edgy ones. They did. Um. They do edgy ones. <laughs> Image doesn't do edgy ones. They did. They did. I think Dark. Oh, Horse did Dark Horse do Preacher? I think, I, let's see. Or Kick Ass or whatever. I think they only. Yeah. No. 
who did Creature? Or or um, Vertigo did the... Creature. I think oh, Dark really? Horse have only do um, they only do what's it called? I think Fables is also Vertigo. Um, what's it called? Um, they do stuff like the the Aliens comics, the Army of Darkness comics, Robocop, Predator. Stuff like that. How is this the big three? It seems like a lot of the more original stuff is from like Vertigo and Image. It sounds like you're saying Dark Horse just does a lot of IP stuff. Yeah, that's what I they they, they do, but I think they're more. I I I've seen more. I see them more prominently in comic. Oh, Dark Horse did the mask in Hellboy. That's it. They invented those. Oh, and since I was, it, I was like, what? Like based on the movies? <laughs> yeah, of course, based on the movies. <laughs> and since. <laughs> What about um, flaming flaming carrot? What's that? Flaming carrot comics. I'm unfamiliar. Mystery Men. I don't even know. Mystery Men. The movie Mystery Men. It's based on their spinoff of Flaming Carrot. I never even never even heard of it. They. I guess that's. It's, they're not even under a publisher, are they? Huh. But anyway, or, back to copyright. Oh, oh they're, they were. Oh. Dark, they were in Dark Horse. They were published by Dark Horse, and now they're published. And then they were published by Image. Talking about copyright law again. I have thoughts on it because, I mean, I've mentioned this before, but as a Negative Land fan, it's like something I butt heads with a lot because the whole mission statement as a band is to be like, we hate copyright law, we, you know, and that here's 12 albums about that. And so what sometimes is, what is their stance on like They think it shouldn't exist at all. I don't think they think it should exist. I think that I think their stance is that people should be allowed to at least use. Like people should be like allowed to is good because things it, out of all. I mean, not it's not good in its current state. I feel like its current state probably is like kind of contrary to what how it started. Mm. Um, is what I've heard. Um, but I think it's good because. People can't be like screwed out of their own mm -hmm. IPs in theory. Yeah. Um. Maybe not in execution now, but that's the idea: is that it's like to protect creations people have made. I think their idea is that like you should be able to create new stuff out of it. Like, as in, you should be able to take a recording of something and then mash it up. I freely. Oh. Or something like that. I think I'm the not, thing is, yeah. on the internet, there's less mm -hmm. copyright stuff for like things made on the internet. Like our podcast, for example, is not copyrighted, and I don't, I'm not sure if. Well, I think you know, there's a, well, we, there's a certain own, amount of well, like automatic. Okay, we um, the way that works is that you own the copyright to the recording you're making, and I own the copyright. Yeah, there's to a certain amount of automatic. Yeah, a copyright, right? Like, to, so you don't have to file anything. Like, it's just like, well, it's proven you made yeah, this. You own, you own, because yeah, that's the thing that. So, um, like, Mister Boop it, it can't be really copyrighted, but the character, I guess, it, it, I don't know, mm. like <laughs> this, the specific drawings he made are copyrighted or whatever. Yeah, I'm not too sure yeah. how it works of visual art, but um, like I think I said, I in my university. Are we breaking copyright by describing? <laughs> well. Who knows? I think we fall we fall under transformative work. Yeah, but I think, but I think that um, I don't know. It's that's it's weird because transformative is always weird because 
I mean, do I feel like some reaction videos might count? I don't. I don't know if any reaction videos should count. But are we reaction content no, in a way? Well, I don't know no, because we're we're describing. We're not reacting. We're we're doing both, yeah, okay. but that is the idea. Yes, we're describing. I think yeah. It's I hate reaction content yeah. in general. I don't know. It's weirder now with TikTok because the reactions kind of exist alongside the original content as opposed to like making it their own thing. Like a lot of reactions stuff does on YouTube specifically. Mm -hmm. um, or on Twitch or whatever. But on TikTok, you when you react to something, it's like it it posts it with the video in a way, in a weird I don't know, kind of. Hmm. Um But yeah, I but, but copyright's weird on the copyright on the internet in that way is like you, you can just it's not it's not as official i guess mm -hmm. i don't know what are you saying i don't know what i'm saying what are you saying well i'm i'm not i think that the ultimate thing is because i as part of my university course we did study copyright law ooh la la and the ultimate conclusion was like a shrug like i don't know <laughs> Like, is this okay? What do you mean? Like, as in, we were, like, we were looking into cases of, you know, oh, this song has been stolen from this person, blah, blah, blah. Is this right? Is, do you think oh, that Oh, yeah, and that's always stolen? kind of a toss-up as well, whether that's fair. Yeah. And we were just, like, mm -hmm. that was always the conclusion. things and someone, but are actually, weird. You can sample a song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was thinking about this recently with sample songs that sample other songs. It's like sometimes they're really good, other times it's like it feels like they're just. And most most songs that sample do it with permission, I think, because mm -hmm. um, they're so obvious. It's like, and so unless you're like just subconsciously borrowing from a song, you don't even realize. Yeah, like 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 Ray Parker Jr. You can, yeah, but you can't. You can be um, sued for subconscious theft or whatever you know it's it's what got uh, you can't it you can it's what got george harrison right yeah right yeah um but if you but if it is conscious is usually like with permission usually yeah um uh but even even so a lot of it is, is like they're just doing the same song again but worse mm. and then sometimes they're not no i don't know it's weird. i mean the thing like, is when i hear when i when i think about people breaking copyright law like that i never think to myself i think they need to be punished for this you know i don't think that but then song covers are also allowed yeah you have to be you have to get permission for a song cover as well well sometimes to to i guess to publish it well, I don't know. No, I, I think, mean, there's you, plenty of video game music covers on like spotify and people make money off spotify yeah i think you can yeah you can it's easy to get permission to cover a song. It's what I'm, is the thing. Like I think there's like a service you can go through that it just sends it to someone's agent and they click approve. But I think you do need. To I wish it was that easy to get <laughs> permission to use Jim Davis's uh, image on my shoes. <laughs> Instead, I have to like send him a letter, which I still need to do. I feel like that's a natural conclusion to this. This. Uh, that's yeah, a natural it's end just, to this conversation. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, my conclusion is no. Okay, no. What I was gonna say is, you know about the vanilla ice thing, 
where he stole Under Pressure or whatever, and then he bought the rights to Under Pressure so that he didn't get, you know, didn't lose all his money. I don't think I was and then put all his money into real estate. I don't think like I'm not thinking to myself. Ooh, Vanilla Ice should have been punished for stealing it. You know, I don't want him to be hurt for it. I don't want him to lose a lot of money just because he sampled he used someone else's beat. Even though it was even though it was worse. Even though it was worse, but I don't want him to be. I don't think there's any justice in that. I don't think there's any justice. Probably to be not. Had. It's I don't that's know. my that's just. Well, but there are examples where there, it is but also, justice, to an extent. Who cares? Because he yeah. was someone who was rich enough to afford the rights to the song. Exactly. But it's like so. If he so, it's not like it would have hurt him much anyway. Or I guess it would have. But it's like he got out of it in a very. I think that's usually how it goes. Way I think that's how by just buying the rights to the song. I think that's what happened with George Harrison as well. In his case, he's like, yeah, I just I'll, I'll just own this now, whatever. What did he do? Um, he has a song called "My Sweet Lord," and it was the I think the bridge or something was identical to a song called "He's So Fine," like the whole thing, and it's very similar. And I think other Beatles oh. were against him. Were like, "Yeah, no, George." It's funny knew that song. We uh, we uh, we briefly mentioned um, Mac Tonight or whatever, and that the same thing happened to Mac Tonight oh. or McDonald's. That's why they discontinued Mac Tonight is because. The, that was a really weird copyright case because it was the, um, they were sued by someone who had done a cover of the song. Oh, so the, so it was a copy. It wasn't a song that was copyrighted because it was so old, but it's like oh they're copying the style that this one person who did a cover song it in. And it's mm-hmm. like not really. Other people sang the song like that, but it's just there with the most famous version. Yeah, and so it was weird. Hmm. Copyright's weird. Copyright's... I think that's the main conclusion. <laughs> Copyright is weird. Weird. But, I mean, like, I think that it should protect small creators, but it often doesn't. Is what I'm saying. I don't know if Mr. Boop has a point. With, I don't think there's any sort of commentary here. It's just like it would be funny to since I'm since I'm doing such a a weird like uh, I'm fan fiction basically. To to just have a whole story about that, about the consequences of that, yeah, the the, the hypothetical consequences of that, perhaps if anyone perhaps. cared, and just like make this elaborate version of that, maybe, which I think is neat. But I think there's, I think there's still a point to be had that like, oh, Betty Boop is older than any of us. I think it's weird that someone still owns her. Do you think he had a point there? I mean, okay, let's look at I the description, the the shadow synopsis, the last one. Sue me, Walt Disney, etc. I don't think he, you know, I, honestly, I don't think he thought about it that much. I think he maybe thought about it a little bit and thought it would be a funny, it would be an interesting, funny thing to write about. But I don't think he's really thought about like a stance he has here, maybe because I don't, I don't even know what my stance is, honestly. It's mm-hmm. such a weird subject. It's such a complicated subject. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume he 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 has sort of a stance similar to whatever yours is, and I don't I don't think you're you have a really concrete stance either, right? Not really. Yeah, and I I feel like his is more similar to your position, where it's like, yeah, copyright is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I mean I I don't disagree with that. Um, 
but but I don't think he, he I don't think he's making a specific point. Mm-hmm. I I just think it's kind of like a general. I mean, fuck you, you copyright in a way. Yeah, exactly. You can't um, really pinpoint a point in this specific strip either. No, know. yeah, this was not a good strip <laughs> to start talking about it. It's just that we didn't talk about it yet. Because yeah. <laughs> we, we talked about too much other stuff in the other episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was interesting it's, uh, when he said, sue me Walt Disney, though. Like, Do you think he actually wants like I was the, to be the, sued by Walt Disney? Like I'm saying, I think he the, wait, does. The immortality. The immortality of Walt Disney's back again, back at it. No, I think I think he does want to be sued by the Disney Corporation mm-hmm. just because it would be funny. Yeah, it's I mean, like I was saying, the, like the Negative Land fic that was like bait for you two. Yeah, you know, and they did and a whole thing about it. it. Did work too well because they lost. <laughs> they lost all their money. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it really makes sense. You think about they how... thought they would lose? They did. I pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think they were trying to be like. You think you two are cool? Well, look at look at them sue this small it, label. I think we were talking about Negative Land off air. This was there was an album. With that, where, yeah, it was off air. There was a, there was a Negative Land album. When Negative Land is a band, that Lisa knows that she was telling me about. Mm-hmm. In the in the album cover, is a was, no, the, uh, yeah, the album cover made it look like it was an, an yeah, album by you two. Really, it was, but to, to be fair, mm-hmm. that. I think is a legitimate lawsuit. Like they, because because that's a legit because and that's I think a good thing about copyright. I think that's a good use of copyright is because they were they were. Pr- uh, but the it, thing is, what they were doing was satire. But people do things like that, not as satire, just to like, um, especially on the internet. Like I was saying, like. But, but um, the thing is, you can you like 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 I just did a video on 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 a shit posting channel I'm a member of like where where we basically on the thumbnail it's like misled people into thinking that Markiplier was in the video because <laughs> it was a joke mm-hmm. it's a satire but um, people do do that legitimately to make think of people like oh they're involved in this and like what Negative Land is doing is to make people think this is a U two album <laughs> cool Negative even though that's Land. that's the joke but like. People do do things like that legitimately. Yeah, but I think it's so. It, that is a legitimate, the, co- like, yeah. use of copyright to be like, don't do that. <laughs> but the thing is about you two in this case is that the cover really points out the hypocrisy of it. First of, it's two letters. It's you and two. And second of all, in the like, I mean, and that and that shouldn't be copyrighted. Yeah, it's just two letters. It's, but also in the center of the image, I suppose. But it's kind of the way it's used, isn't it? But in the center of the image, it's a U two biplane, which the band got their name from. Mm. So it's like, well, it's like a target almost. Like, hey, you, you even you took the name from a plane. <laughs> I don't know. And now you're saying we can't use it. You invented. You own U two. You own the numeral two. No, the letter U and the numeral two. It's just this reminds me of a, of a topic that is a much bigger topic that I kind of want to talk about right now, but it would have to be a bonus episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to edit a bonus episode about me talking about this? I don't know. Talking about what? I'm gonna say it first. Um, surveillance. Surveillance. 
Sur- uh, uh, oh, this would especially be interesting because you're British. Uh-huh. Surveillance. <laughs> well, anyway, there's a, there's a and and this will just be the start, just a teaser for, um, cause, what oh, what was it you were just, oh because, it feels like their stance there is similar to this this um, stance of a of a of a. Uh, this person named. It, it it feels like their stance there is is kind of like an excuse. Mm-hmm. To make up funny, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, like <laughs> make like, um, like we have a point, but it's really just like, to, mm-hmm. that's the joke of it, or whatever. Yeah. That's that's the satire, but like, I guess satire has to. Apply. I don't know what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can find YouTube videos and documentaries about this case that explain it more than I do, but it's like, oh, that's yeah, it's like I don't know. I feel like I don't know what being sued by YouTube proved. I guess because they were the hot band at that point. <laughs> that's yeah. Like, that's exactly it. Know. Is that it's like they're kind of they're they're, they're kind of just it's almost like they're just making a statement to make a statement. Yeah. It's like this is we we like. Uh, well, like it's just shitting a... on copyright. So here's our our art piece. Yeah. <laughs> of a of a lawsuit. True. Which yeah. doesn't really have. It's kind of just like made you think. I think that they, I think that maybe the intensely getting sued thing was thought about after they did get sued. I think they made this not to be sued, just to be like, hey, look at this hypocrisy of you two being like, you know, they're probably going to I think something. they probably thought about it as much as Alec Robbins has <laughs> thought about it here, where it's like, that would be funny. Mm. Probably not going to happen. Oh, it did happen. Oops. <laughs> well, this should be funny. Yeah. And you can you can buy books on this subject as well. So I mean, like it's like it's I've never thing. heard of Negative Lane before. Um, like... Jonathan Gibson's a fan. We had a lengthy discussion about him with him. Oh Just yeah, yeah. Um, right, you told me this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would. I think I don't know. Maybe Alec Robbins has thought about it a little bit more. But I, I think it would be fu- funny. I think I think I don't think he wants to go through the trouble of the lawsuit but i think there's a part of him that maybe i'm overanalyzing here but when he says sue me walt disney i don't think it's a complete joke i think there's a part of him that's like i would love to have <laughs> disney lawyers disney versus explaining Mr. the uh the, this strip in a, in a yeah, court why you, like, why you can't draw mickey mouse with his dick out yeah ex- exactly exactly well, you could. I feel like a good a good um, argument for that would be no, no. See, you, your 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 honor, here you can be the honor here. <laughs> yes, young man, your honor. <laughs> As you can clearly see, my client did not draw Mickey Mouse. He drew his original character, Mickey the Dick. Oh. I have here a copy of the Disney Bible, and as you can see, when Mickey is drawn without any clothes. He does not have any genitalia. He's like a Ken doll down there, so to uh, so to speak. That is a direct quote from Walt Disney himself. Um, now let's flashback to Walt Disney. Huh? 
I we Walt have, we have footage. <laughs> we have footage here of a quote from Walt Disney explaining this. I will roll, roll the t- roll the tape, Your Honor. Mickey Mickey Mouse. When I drew Mickey Mouse, he had no dick, and he will never have a dick. And as long as he has a dick, that's no Mickey in my eyes. God, your Lord. Unfreeze me. As you can see, Your Honor, very very clear cut <laughs> case. This is not Mickey Mouse. This is. Uh, my my client Alec Robbins' character Mickey the Dick, completely different character. I know he did say in the description, <laughs> Your Honor, objection. He sp- sp- clearly said in the description of the Patreon upload, "Sue me, Walt Disney, you fucker." Uh, you but asshole. he didn't say win. He didn't. Sa- he said, "Sue me, not win the case." <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen enough here. <laughs> Case dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, did we finish reading this strip? I don't remember. I don't think we did. Did we read the last panel? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We had a lot to say well, about it. Well, who's hosting? I'm hosting. Yeah. Uh, I think this is a. I think I already said that. Yeah, it's a funny strip. Whatever. It's a, yeah. Okay, you've been listening to... This is too long of an episode. That copyright thing could be its own bonus episode, but it's too on topic. Uh, You've been listening to Being Mr. Boop. You're still here? I thought you'd leave when we started talking about copyright law. (laughs) Yeah, it was way too serious of a digression. You can visit the show's website at www.beingmrboop.com for our full catalog of episodes and a sign up to host the podcast. For more updates, follow at MrBoopPod on Twitter. And, uh... You can follow uh, Fleischer Studios at Mr. Boop Prez. You can and you on can Twitter. you can find me on. No, that's not that's not that's not the that was the wrong. Um, Mr. Boop Prez. No, it's Boop Prez says at Boop Prez says P R E Z. And you can find you can find me. You can buy my new album. You can find Lisa at Betty Boop Japan. You can find me my new album, The Beatles, by the band Child Pornography. What? It's another band that did fucky stuff. I I was trying to think of another beat another uh, an album that was Beatles. Is that a thing like uh basically along the same lines as as showing Mickey Mouse with his dick out? Like they want to be like, oh, uh, just to piss people off, like to have the band is called Child Pornography. Yeah, the band's called Child Pornography. So they want it, so yeah, it's like to piss people off by uh, associating the Beatles with Child Pornography, yeah. basically. Weird. You can find me at bandcamp.com slash the Beatles. Did anything happen with that? No. I don't even think that. I think that's an obscure example that I know for some reason. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, thank you and good night. Find me at the Beatles UK at Bandcamp. It's already fading. It's already fading. You don't get to say that. Welcome to the world famous Betty Boop. She was a lucky guy. So in love, I might make you puke. She's the apple of his eye. Sit right down. We're gonna give you the scoop with Ryan Pfeiffer and Lisa Dupe. Stam a ding dong loop de loop. This is the story of a guy named Mr. Boop. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. 
Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.